GameZillaMedia.com. It's time for the last action podcast. Pop quiz, hot shot. Hey, motherfucker. I feel the need. The need for speed. Please, we can kill it. I have come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubble gum. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome to this week's episode of the Last Action Podcast. I am LPJ, and I am joined by a man who volunteers his tribute every week for this podcast. But you know what? Hasn't died yet, so good on him, right? Right? Uh, <laughs> Hovercraft Joe. Does that mean that I uh, I killed Sphinx at one point in the Hunger Games and it's this podcast? Um, I'm not saying you didn't, but if you look at the Discord, you can see how Sphinx really died. That's true. I did. I, I, I did that. Like, just come into your possession, or why did that like take so long for you to post? We've had it for forever. I didn't actually have the GIF itself. Uh, uh-huh. Glitch had it, and so I, I just had forgotten to save it to my phone. Ah, I got gotcha. you. But yeah, so so if you want to know how how Sphinx died, uh, look on Discord, and you can see just, just he for was the record, murdered by by Craig. Just for the record, though, Sphinx isn't dead. I just, I mean, I just feel like we need to put that out yeah, there. He's, he's dead to me. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't listen to the podcast, bro. Cause it's, it's okay. He doesn't, it's fine. It's fine. he doesn't listen. Yeah, it's fine. <clears throat> anyway, uh, we have a special guest here with us. Uh, Aaron, my wife's here. Hi, Aaron. Hi. Thanks for being on. I, d- I don't know anything about how Sphinx died. Oh, <laughs> well, I'll send you, you go. I'll send you the gif. Okay. Here's the thing. Go to the Gamezilla page, scroll down to the bottom of the page, click on the link where it says join the Discord. Discord. Am I saying it right, LVJ? Usually yes. this is your blog. Here, I'm showing her via the webcam right now <laughs> what happened. Ready? It's being it's playing right there. Oh, he just appears out of nowhere, snaps his neck. Oh. <laughs> wow, that's unfortunate. I like the idea too that you were showing her this video on your phone when I mean not presumably you're sitting in the same house just in different spots of the house. That's true. We are just on slightly different floors, uh, at different uh, recording apparatus, apparati, things. Yeah, he went to school longer than me. So, uh, okay. Wow, Uh, Wow, that hurts. Uh, okay, so we're talking today about the hunger, the Hunger Games, not the whole franchise, the original movie, The Hunger Games, which I have to say I, I am was surprised that this was an LPJ pick. It does not seem like a movie that you would bring to the podcast to want to cover. Jason so. picked this one. I did. <laughs> yes, I'm shocked. Like <laughs> all the ones that he has turned down that are <laughs> genuine action movies that are good movies i mean this is a good movie too spoiler alert but i'm shocked that he chose this one well, well i have I th- a reason for it i think we had talked about i think before you had mentioned doing it we had talked about it before and i think that you had told me you were a fan of it and that you would like to do it in the podcast so it wasn't completely shocking to me that you brought it up but it doesn't seem like a straight lpj pick no well and honestly the reason why i picked it is several weeks ago i walked in the den and you were watching it mm. and i thought to myself That's true i thought to myself oh yeah uh, hunger games is on the list of movies i wanted to cover uh i bet if i picked this aaron would be on the show well there you go 
Dreams uh, really, dreams really do come true because here we are. Look at that. Uh, You're lucky. I almost backed out. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, uh, okay, so this movie is released on March 23rd, uh, 2012. Uh, I will say that I, I don't remember if I saw this one in the theaters. I okay. I I know I read this book right. Like I read. This hunger, the original Hunger Games book, didn't read any of the other ones. I, I really don't feel like I saw this one in the theaters. I saw like I feel like I saw it at home after it was out. Uh, by the way, I do own it on DVD, but I did not watch it on DVD because my DVD player is still not hooked up. Uh, and fun fact, I won this DVD out of remember. This is so specific, but <laughs> there's that machine in the front of AMC 20 where you uh -huh. can win movies out of. And it was like the light spins around you at the stop. And I'm like, I have a weird thing where I can win those games. Anyways, I won the Hunger Games out of there. I watched it on Peacock. I remember seeing the second movie in theaters. Uh, and then I never saw any of the other movies and I never read any of the other books. And I had not watched. I, I saw this in. I, I, maybe this is like my third, fourth time seeing this one at most. So take it away. You're missing out. Um, <laughs> to my recollection, Aaron, you and I went and saw this together. Probably because I did read the books. Yeah, and I was, I, I was, you know, interested in it. It looked good. I thought, okay, well, it can't be worse than Twilight. So, <laughs> you know. And that was also the time period where, like, if there was a movie you were slightly interested in, you got real salty if I went and saw it without you. So yeah, I'd say that we probably saw this wow. one together. <laughs> you 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 say that like the time periods ended. <clears throat> Fair, mm -hmm. but yeah. So now I, we I'm, now we just don't see movies. Now we just don't see movies. We just watch them separately in our house on different days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys didn't watch this one at the same time together. No, 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 we didn't. Um, yeah, so we saw it in the theater. Um, I I strongly remember seeing all four of them in the theater together. Specifically with you, I would assume, Aaron. Because, um, you know, I can't get... Joe Who Clinton else would go you go with? with? Who else would I go with? Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I enjoyed it. I've seen it... Uh, I don't know. This is probably my fourth viewing of the first one. I, I would like to amend my statement and say I've probably seen bits and pieces of it on, like, TV and stuff, but, like, actually sat down and watched the whole thing. It's been a long time. So, mm -hmm. sorry. Amendment to my... Uh, my statement so fair, fair enough uh aaron what is your history with not only this movie but the the series in general super fan <laughs> <laughs> that's what you need to know no um i read all the books the books are fantastic by the way really good series highly recommend uh and i've seen all the movies i can't even tell you how many times because i this is one of the series that I can watch over and over. Um, like, back, it's background noise a lot of time. Like, if I'm like, oh, I'm just cleaning or working. You're like, <laughs> you're like, let me throw, throw in that. It. Let me throw in that movie where all the children get. <laughs> uh huh. But I enjoy it, and I know what happens, so it's you know a you safe like pick when anything. I put it on. Right. Exactly. Have Fair you enough. read the new book? I haven't, but I need, actually, I own it. I haven't read it yet. I no, need you, to because the were, new movie is coming out very soon. Yeah, a, a week, a week from today as we're recording this, you better, uh, you better get, better get on it. I, I feel like you and I need to go see this, need to go see the new one. Okay. We've seen the other four, so. Might as well. I know. 
if our, if our kids could ever get healthy, we could pawn them off on somebody. Oh, geez. Well, it's been a, that's been a, a different rough story. Here at the house. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, uh, this movie has a budget of $78 million. And I heard that that was like a, not to get too far into stuff, but I did see that that was kind of a big thing that they were really under kind of like a crunch that make it under a certain amount of money, you know, like as yeah. far as from the studio. That they didn't want them going over, I think, like 80 million or something. So they did a pretty good job. Um, but yes, so it grosses domestically 408 million and then worldwide $694 million. So obviously, um, huge, which I'm surprised they didn't have more faith in this because I feel like it was really popular book wise. So I'm surprised that they didn't. But I get, but I guess you never know because this was the time period of like, the Hunger Games and Twilight and like what's that one? Percy the Ma- the Maze Runner. Maze Runner, right? What was, what was, yeah, what but was I have a one? theory about that. What was because... the one with Chanel Shanae Woodley? What was that one called? Oh, oh Divergent. Divergent. Um, Divergent. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one too. But I have a theory about that, and that's because the first Twilight movie was so bad and right. it did so poorly. I think that sort of made people nervous. I think I agree. I 100% agree with you. I think it's one of those things where. All of these uh, studios went out and bought the rights to all of these different. I, I, I would you consider them young adult novels? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Consider all these young adult novels, um, and then you know waiting for Twilight to hit to see what happens there. Like, oh, we got a gold mine on our hands, and then Twilight tanks because you know terrible book series, terrible series of movies. Um, and uh, but I think this movie came out and sort of revived all that, saved it all, kind of brought things back. So how do you feel about him putting down your favorite book series like that? Well, I, I, first of all, I'm not Jody. Jody read the Twilight books. I didn't read any of them. Uh, but I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like uh, you're saying uh, now I'm saying that I'm not defending Twilight, but you're saying as if like, I feel like the franchise in general was making money. I feel like all these franchises kind of stalled out at the end and didn't do as well at the finish line as they did maybe to start. You know, uh, that's uh, how I feel about this it. This series didn't. This series, I think, continuously went got bigger and bigger. Because these movies were actually good, right? Like I really think... didn't. Like the Divergent series definitely didn't. The last yeah. movie was like a, they didn't even make the last one. It was like a made-for-TV movie. That was <laughs> no, movie. they wanted no, to, but they, they, they never did because they couldn't get the cast. Oh, oh that's right. Uh, and then you know, Twilight's Twilight. That's a whole steaming pile of garbage in and of itself maze runner mm. i think they're i don't know how well those did i've never seen one of those better um, ask Joe, better ask, you know what we should have had we should have had our our young adult novel uh guru jody on oh you know what i i hate to really uh uh immediately tell you you're wrong uh lbj but you Sorry, are it was coming so anyway. so the franchise for the hunger games the the movie that made the most, as far as lifetime gross, is Catching Fire. Okay. Then this movie, The Hunger Games. So Catching Fire is four hundred twenty-four million. This one's four hundred eight million. Uh, these are uh, domestic numbers. Uh, Mockingjay Part One makes three hundred thirty-seven million, and Mockingjay Part Two only makes two hundred eighty-one million. So oh, I mean, they make money, but they're diminishing returns. So, and I have a feeling that. Um, they probably cost more to make. I think I even I think they even said that Jennifer Lawrence got paid like five hundred thousand to make to be in this one, yeah. and then she got paid like ten million for, for the, the sequel. Yeah, so. I saw that. So um, right, whatever, you know what? Fine. 
Fine, I'm wrong. Anything to prove Big you surprise. wrong. Big surprise, I'm wrong about something on the shelf. Anything to prove you wrong. Okay, so uh, this has a Rotten Tomatoes of 84%, which obviously, if you're keeping track at home, you're playing the home game of the Last Action Podcast, you know that's well above the 9% that Beverly Hills Cop 3 has. Uh, and then it has an audience score of 81%, which I was kind of surprised at the, I mean, they're very similar, but I was kind of surprised that the audience score is lower than the. Well, uh, you got to keep in mind, it's a movie based on a book that has a rabid fan base. You know, there's going to be some people who read the book and just hate on the movie to hate on the movie. Right. No. Okay. That's fair. Uh, okay. Top grossing movies of 2012. Uh, number one is one that we've covered on this podcast. I always forget that we covered uh, the original uh, Marvel's Avengers. Uh, number yeah, it was two your is pick. The- we did it way early on. Yeah, but it was a long time ago. I'm just um, number two is The Dark Knight Rises, which is one of like the two or three Batman movies we haven't covered on the podcast. Number three is this movie, The Hunger Games, and other movies that we've covered from 2012 are The Expendables Part 2, the Total Recall remake, uh, and one of LPJ's favorites from the entire podcast, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. (laughs) Dude throws a horse at Abraham Lincoln. Cannot believe it. A vampire picks up a horse and throws it at Abraham Lincoln. In daylight, though. So, anyways. So, is this... I can't go back. Go back and listen to that episode. Uh, You don't have to. It's fine. Um, (laughs) Is this the only year where we could potentially have done the top three movies? I can't think of... I mean, obviously, we're not going to know that off the top of our head, but... Go and research it. Let us know on the Discord. 2012. Yeah, I I don't know. To be honest with you, uh, and, and I was thinking about this tonight as I was frantically trying to get the rest of my uh, homework done before we recorded, that I don't have a comprehensive list of the movies that we covered. So when I go through and write those down, it's just by, like, memory. <laughs> so I, oh, really? I may, yeah, oh, yeah. I don't have a comprehensive list. I just start at one and scroll down and just like, oh, yeah, I remember that. So, you know, I it, post the list on the G Drive that's shared to you. Yeah, I don't think I have access to that anymore. Um, <laughs> I'll fix that. Make it a little easier for you to do your job. Yeah, I you like, can, I like, you can search I, it, the whole thing, man. I like I like my way. It's kind of a fun like Easter egg for the fans. If if I miss something, they can call me out of the Discord. Uh, anyways, rolling on to the cast of this movie, uh, we talked about Jennifer Lawrence, uh, Josh Hutcherson, uh, Liam Hemsworth, uh, LPJ's favorite Hemsworth brother, uh, the Tooch, Stanley Tucci's in this, uh, Wes Bentley, Elizabeth Banks. Uh, oh, Woody Harrelson. I almost forgot Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Uh, Toby Jones. I I remember him from being in the Captain America movies. I feel like, does he have like two lines in this movie? Yeah, I, I think he's only in the second one after that. I feel like he sits with uh, uh, the Tooch, but the Tooch gets all the all the lines and right. stuff. And then I feel like there. Uh, I didn't. Look it up. Spoiler alert: His net worth's not in here, but I do feel like that the dude from the boys is in this movie as the the tribute. Jack Quaid. Uh, Jack, Jack Quaid. Yeah, Jack yeah. Quaid's in this. Alexander Ludwig's in this. Yep, uh, that's what I was gonna say. I don't know who. Did Alexander. you say? Did you say Donald Sutherland? He did. Oh, I, I no, I didn't say Donald. No, Sutherland. he did. Actually, I didn't. Yeah, I did not. I did not. And I didn't look up his net worth, but I believe he's still alive. He is. Um, because uh, I think he's in that new show that Lawman Bass Reads. He's got that sweet, sweet Lawman Bass Reads money. Um, but I didn't look him up, so spoiler alert. <laughs> wow, really? 
lazy about your job today. Um, I pulled up one, two, three, four, like seven net words. I'm sorry that I had to stop at some point. Just be glad we're not doing uh, the second movie because the second movie has way more people in it. Lazy about my job. I feel like your job <laughs> on this podcast these days is to hit record. Listen, I got to edit. I got to post. I have to sometimes negotiate with the person who runs our website to make sure it stays running so I can continue to post things. I've had a rough time with that the past couple months. Oh, man, wouldn't that be a tragedy if we didn't have to make this podcast? Uh, I'd just be posting it at a different site, and it'd be a lot harder for people to get. Anyways, uh, anybody else that you guys want to mention besides uh, Alexander Ludwig or whatever? I don't know who he is, but you guys seem to care about him. He's in Heels. He's in, he's in uh, he was in Vikings. Vikings, yeah. Who's he he's in this? So many things. He's Kato, he, the main. Oh, Kato, man, he's a real asshole. Oh yeah, he's kind of a real asshole in everything. Oh well, guess he's. Uh, um, he's not in like one of my favorite Netflix Christmas movies. I'll tell you about it later. <laughs> wow. Maybe you and Joe and my dad can get on and talk about Hallmark esque <laughs> Christmas movies. <laughs> I should. I could probably just make a whole series about that. Yeah, I feel like doing a podcast with my dad about that. Listen, if if you start a Hallmark Christmas movie podcast, I'm not going to co-host it, but I will. I will guess if you tell me when to watch. I do. I I don't watch it as religious. (laughs) You'll be on all the Rachel Lee Cook episodes. But I do. I do enjoy them, and I find I find them like helpful if I'm like trying to fall asleep. I can put them on, and they're like. You know the right kind of like background noise, but anyways, uh, uh, speaking of stuff that I'm responsible for the podcast, let's do some net worse if you're ready. Uh, and let's start with Woody Harrelson, he's got that sweet, sweet uh, cowboy way money. Uh, that me and LPJ weren't allowed to say because my mom read something in the paper where it said it was really PG 13 because someone had like sexual acts with a horse. <laughs> That's yep. a, that's a called, true story. She called what? my mom. She called my mom, and we were not allowed to watch that movie. See, and to back this day, in, I still haven't seen it. All the movies that you weren't allowed to watch—that's yeah. the one. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. See, back at, back in the day, kids, you had to look at the newspaper <laughs> to see what time <laughs> movies are showing, and they would also give like a review and tell you why it was rated like a certain thing. So, uh, and a newspaper is a piece of paper where people used to pick up and pay for and read to get like find out about news and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, so Woody Harrelson, he's got that sweet, sweet cowboy way money. What do you think, uh, LPJ? He's got that Woody sweet, Harrelson? sweet kingpin money mm-hmm. where he tore a sack. Um, I'm going to say $150 million. Okay. What do you think, Aaron? I'm really bad at this game. I don't know anything. Um, you see, you just got to name something say... else he's in. You say that sweet, sweet I know, something but I'm else. Really... And then you just make what a guess. Has, what else has he been in? Woody Harrelson. You don't, you don't have to do. You don't have to do the sweet, sweet thing. It's not. It's not. It's not. You know. It's. It's only LPJ has to do it. So. I mean, just, this is the thing that I know him from the most. All right. Well, then just say he's got that sweet, sweet catching fire money. He's in. He's in Cheers. And what? Cheers. You don't know what Cheers is, do you? This is going to be a long oh, net worth. Okay. If you're <laughs> feeding sorry. stuff every eighty-five like, million. That's 85 my guess. Million. All right, you are closer than LBJ. He has $70 million. Uh, He's got that sweet, sweet season one of True Detective. You could could have just said, he's got that sweet, sweet best friends with Matthew McConaughey money. Next up, 
Next up, Elizabeth Banks. I believe she has that sweet, sweet directed cocaine bear money. What do you think, Erin, for Elizabeth Banks? Oh, she's, I mean, she was in Pitch Perfect. So there, that's that's some sweet money, right? Yeah, she's got that sweet, sweet Pitch Perfect money. What do you think? Um, $54 million. All right. What do you think, LPJ? Hey, she's got that sweet, sweet Pitch Perfect 2 money. <laughs> Uh, I'll go $25 million. Ooh, so close, Aaron. She's got $50 million. $50 million. Uh, next so up, close. Next up, Wes Bentley. He's got that Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider oh, money. Oh, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? You know what's funny? I had two other things picked out, and then immediately I went with that. Uh, what do you think, LPJ, for Wes Bentley? Wes Bentley's got that sweet, sweet... Um... That's sweet, sweet. Uh, too long. American Beauty money. American Beauty money. Uh, I'll go fifteen million. Uh, wait, <laughs> I was about to tell you. Uh, Aaron, you get the guess. What do you think? Did you forget money? about his sweet, sweet Yellowstone money? I wanted Come to say on. that for you. I wanted, to, I wanted to throw that one to you. That was one of the. Is ones that I because was that's go the with. only thing I would know him from? Yes, <laughs> that's not true though. I feel like he's been in something else that I watched, but I'd have to think about it. We don't have time for that. So, um, I'm gonna say, what did you say? Fifteen. Fifteen. I'm gonna say twenty-two. Oh, guys, only $3 million for West Valley. Only $3 Wow, million. Yeah, that's three surprising. Million. Considering he's on Yellowstone and he's a main actor on Yellowstone, man, he's getting screwed. I, I think I think you're overestimating TV money. You know, like TV money is not as good as movie money. That's yeah, but um, that seems like a show and that's... I'll, and I'll, also on that show, like, if you, we don't have to get into, like, probably my money breakdown of the cast, but yeah. you got to figure Kevin Costner is getting a lot of the money uh, as far as they're paying actors. Anyways, next up is Stanley Tucci. He's got that sweet, sweet Devil Wears Prada money. What do you think, Aaron, for Stanley Tucci? <laughs> uh, well, you know, he's actually got probably, probably a lot of money. <laughs> Devil Wears Prada, Julie and Julia. That was a good one too. His show about Italy on uh, whatever it was on CNN. You can watch it on Max now. Yeah, um, he's probably got a lot of money, doesn't he? Let's see. What's the, part, what's the part where you guess that he tells us forty-six million. Forty-six million. Okay, what do you think, LPJ? He's got that sweet, sweet Captain America: The First Avenger money. Um. 25 million. Right on the button, LPJ. $25 million for Stanley Tucci. Mm. Well, 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 well played. Bam. All right. And you were mad that I didn't do a couple of years ago. We got three more. We're almost through. Next up, Liam Hendworth. He's got that sweet, sweet Expendables 2 oh, money. What, you, what do you think? Uh, what do you think, Aaron, for. Oh, wait. No, sorry. What do you think, LPJ, for uh, Liam Hendworth? He's got that sweet, sweet. I can't think of anything else he's been in except for. The Hunger Games Mocking Jay Part One money. Um, <laughs> I'll go ten million. Okay, what do you think, Aaron? I'm gonna say because you know he's got that sweet, sweet the last song money. <laughs> His movie with Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say 
What did you say, Jay? I don't remember. <laughs> I think I said five million. I'm gonna say twelve million. Ooh. Twenty-eight million dollars for Liam Hensworth. Uh, that's surprising. Next, next up, Josh Hutcherson. Uh, he's got that sweet, sweet. I just realized he was in that new Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Oh God! Why do you keep taking my stuff? I don't know so, anything else he's in. I don't either. So, uh, Aaron, what do you think for Josh Hutcherson? Well, you know, he's got that sweet, sweet Zethura money. <laughs> oh, wow! There you go. <laughs> oh, way to pull that. Listen. If you listen to Armchair Expert, you will understand. Sure. Um, but You're I'm going to say, fan, I get it. I'm going to say, twenty-two million. Okay. What do you think, LPJ? He's got that sweet, sweet. My least favorite part of this entire series, money. Um, I'm going to go. Oh, Peter. <laughs> uh-huh. I got a lot to say about Peter. I can't <laughs> wait to get sucks. into it. Uh, I'm going to go ten million. 20 million, 20 million. Uh, just a tip for net worth, Aaron. They're usually like, like 20, 25, 30, just the website. Nope. Enough, so, uh, and then finally, I uh, do what I want, Joe. Fair enough. Fair enough. Finally, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, she's got that sweet, sweet, uh, 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 oh, uh, X Men Days of Future <laughs> Past money. Uh, what do you think, LBJ, for Jennifer Lawrence? She got that sweet, sweet. X-Men first class money. Uh, I'll go, I'm going to go 80 million for her. Okay. What do you think, uh, Aaron? Uh, well, she's got that sweet, sweet silver linings playbook. That's what I was money. trying to think of. My, my long pause there. I was like, what was that movie with Bradley Cooper? Anyways. Yes. Um, I, I'm going to say 75 million. You guys are lowballing J Law. She's got $160 million. Wow. I think she wow. raked it in on these Hunger Games movies. I would say so. Uh, okay. Uh, LBJ, director, writers. I know it was based on a book by Suzanne Collins? Question mark? Yep. Yep. Uh, what, what about the director, writers? Got anything, LBJ? Uh, Gary Ross. He directed uh, Pleasantville, Seabiscuit, um, these movies. <laughs> Yeah. It was written he, by no, not these movies. He only directed the first one. That's right. He, he directed the first one, and then uh, what was it Francis? Uh, yeah, I don't know Lawrence. I think directed we're the not, next ones. We're not um, here to talk about the rest of the movies in the series. But this was actually written. The screenplay was actually written by Gary Ross and Susan Collins, Suzanne Collins, and some dude named Billy Ray. Uh, but yeah, it was adapted by the writer of the book, which you don't get very often. Um, there you go. That's it. Not a, not a lot about that. All right. Uh, okay. Taglines. You got three. I got three of them for you. The first one, the world will be watching. Okay. All right. The next one, may the odds be ever in your favor. Sure. Of course. You they, have say, that. they say that a lot in the movie. Uh, and then finally, the games will change everyone. Uh, okay. Joe, I'm a little disappointed with your pronunciation of the second one i think you can do better <laughs> why you would have I... to have the accent but you well why don't you give me an example of what it's supposed to sound like no no See, no you can't aaron you can't do that you can't <laughs> you gotta offer it up yourself that's how this works no uh, all right fair enough watch the movie guys and then you'll hear how it's supposed to be said well what word am i saying wrong she wants you to say it like it. effie oh <laughs> 
I can't do an Elizabeth Banks imitation. I put my hands on my hip too. You guys can't <laughs> see because it's not a video podcast. But when I was saying that I couldn't do a uh, Elizabeth Banks imita- imitation, I put my hands on my hips. Uh, okay, and you kind of looked like her too, which was kind of funny. I really uh, didn't think that this episode was going to get off the rails, but here we are. Um, <laughs> Uh, okay. Anything else either of you want to talk about or bring up before we start talking about the plot of the Hunger Games? No, because we're thirty minutes in and the plot's kind of. Go ahead. Did you want to bring something up? No. No. Oh. <laughs> you raised your hand like maybe you did. No. Nope. I was just uh, giving a point of emphasis. Let's go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this movie starts off with some text explaining. Uh, basically what the Hunger Games are. Um, and uh, to try and put it succinctly, uh, in, in this world, uh, Pan Am, Panam, Panam, uh, Pan Am, um, which I always like, <laughs> I said it wrong again, which I guess like I always kind of thought it was like, this is supposed to be like, and I guess it's not, it's just fictional, but I think I, I originally thought it was like, oh, this is supposed to be like Earth, but just like after like some kind of weird like, future apocalypse and then like it reshaped in this society the united states like after a civil war essentially okay so that's that's my question so is all this happening just in the united states is there other stuff happening in other countries is is england like england's like man that's really messed up that you're sending kids to fight in an arena is england like perfectly (laughs) normal like it was before they're looking at the u.s like Pretty sure we're glad now we uh, kind of let them go do their own thing. I don't know. Isn't that pretty common? Look at the hand, Handmaid's Tale. They're like, everybody else is normal. It's just them. Well, fair enough. Um, we're, in the, we're in a sense, one of my notes. We got to get moving. Um, so basically, the, 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 it's divided into these 12 districts. Uh, I think there was 13. Isn't that like a thing? Initially, There's like a 13, there 13 yeah. Okay, and, and they rose up against the capital, capital, and there was a big war, and the the capital ended up like defeating all the the rebellion, uh, and as punishment uh, for the rebellion, they created the Hunger Games, where each district has to uh, nominate these two tributes to go and fight to the death every year. Is that like kind of succinctly enough what what the Hunger Games are? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, their reasoning behind it is they do this to remind everyone um, why it's important to not rebel against the the capital. Right. So, uh, West Bentley, um, which interesting enough, uh, I, not maybe not that interesting, uh, but did you read that that his weirdo beard that was like his actual like beard hair that they styled into that weird pattern? Yeah, uh, and he had to have it like the whole time they were filming. That's <laughs> weird. He has a very, what's the word I'm looking for? Even thickness to his facial hair everywhere. It's very strange. How how much would we have to uh, put together to get you to shave your beard? Into that my, beard my beard wouldn't work that way. It's not thick enough to do that. Oh, all right. Fair yeah. enough. Um, so, okay. Then we're introduced to Jennifer Lawrence and her sister, uh, Prim, Primrose. Why, um... Why, after this uh, rebellion, did everyone decide to go with really strange names in the former United States of America? You got Katniss, you got Primrose, you got Haymitch, you got Peta, Cinna, uh, 
Gail. Have you looked at like what people are naming their kids now? <laughs> I don't think you have to be post-apocalypse to have weird kid names. I guess that's true. That's I fair. guess you know what? That's that's very fair. Um, okay, so uh, Jennifer Lawrence, uh, she goes out like into this restricted area, or I guess it's the the next district over, uh, and, and goes hunting. Uh, the the, the, I, the, the I don't the, think it is the next district over. I think it's like outside the borders of the district. Oh, well, I know. She goes somewhere she's not supposed to be, and she does, she goes hunting with a bow and arrow. And that's like to establish that she's good at using a bow and arrow. Um, district 12 seems like a real shitty place to live. It's like we're all, it's like, the, like every district is like boiled down to something specifically that they do. And there's, they're like the coal mining district. Right. Um, uh, we're going to do Salim Hensworth character, Gail. Uh, him and J-Law kind of have a will-they-won't-they thing, you know? Like, they're kind of, like, friends, but, like, a little bit more than friends. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, you know that this place is terrible because they're really excited that he got, like, a little bit of bread, and they're super excited to eat bread. Um, she gets the Mockingjay pin from some lady, uh, which it'll come. In, it'll be more important later on, but she gets it from some lady at, like, a bazaar or something. Um, uh Prim it's, is, a, it's the black market, technically. Okay. Thank you. That's why we have you here for these things. They're, <laughs> they're right me. I'll just gloss over them. Um, Prim, uh, she sucks. <laughs> she's a real crybaby because she might have to go fight to the death in the Hunger Games. And she's, what, like eight she's years little. old? <laughs> she's like 12 years old and she's scared. This is the first time she's eligible for the games. I know. I understand. I just want to give her a hard time because I don't like the name Primrose. Uh, and then, well, we should probably <laughs> mention the the the, uh, the the qualifications are you have to be between 12 and 18. And once you get yeah. behind eight, beyond 18, you can't get selected. Right. Uh, and then, like, cue the Curb Your Enthusiasm music because she gets picked, of course. Yep. <laughs> she gets picked immediately. Uh, and, but Jennifer Lawrence volunteers as tribute so uh, Prim doesn't have to go um, and, and fight in the Hunger Games. Um, uh, the, the boy that's picked is PETA. Uh, that's Josh Hutcherson. Uh, he's the worst part of this whole franchise. Um and oh, like his, his whole thing is he's supposed to be super strong. He does not yeah. look super strong. Okay. So let's and, hold on. Well, and not all, only that, it never his, comes into play at any point all, during all any movie in the entire series. And he his parents own a bakery and he works at the bakery and all his good attributes are based on like baking and stuff. Because it's like, well, he lifted these flower bags, so he's really strong. He can bake it, cakes. <laughs> <laughs> the the revelation to me, I didn't realize before that he was good at the camouflage because he decorated the cakes. I need to pause the movie and laugh a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. So in the in the books, he is much different than okay. Josh Hutcherson. Okay. So in the books the like what how they explain him is that he's like he really is like a genuinely like large strong dude and somehow they cast this very small <laughs> so it's semi popular so it... actor i don't know i don't i can't explain the the casting choice for this one but it was um 
and always will be a point of contention for <laughs> the book fans. Because so, so it, it should have been, it should have been Liam Hemsworth as like that would make a lot more sense. No, I think I mean if you're just straight swapping the two. So you know, um, if you really wanted to pinpoint it, gosh, this is has nothing to do with this movie, and I'm so sorry. But um, you know. Uh, the guy in three and four that's the that had his tongue cut out yeah i've never seen three and four. It's, okay it's elvin it's elvin yeah yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, uh, the guy from mighty ducks, from mighty ducks. he he would have been more appropriately yeah. casted as Peta. that would make more sense uh well you know what maybe when we get the yes, role reversal, foggy nelson maybe, is in this maybe when we get the role reversals <laughs> You know, maybe someone will, but it sounds like it's like a like a Jack Reacher situation where they yes. made the movies and he's supposed to be this gigantic dude, and they're like, I don't know, what if Tom Cruise played him? That's exactly um, what it is. Uh, okay, so uh, uh, yeah, Peta is the boy that gets picked. Um, uh, Prim gives back the Mockingjay pin to uh, J Law. Uh, they take this fancy train uh, to the capital. Um, they meet uh, their mentor who's Woody Harrelson, who's Haymitch. Uh, his whole thing is that he was a previous winner of the Hunger Games from their district. Right. Um, but it doesn't, I, I don't remember uh, if anything, like as far as like the the, the source uh, material, like explains more of like when he won the games, how long ago it was, they just say he won it. So, um, but do clearly they, do like- explain that in the book? Yeah. But um, okay. clearly, I feel like clearly the whole uh, Hunger Games thing kind of messed with his head because he's he's like an alcoholic and uh, he doesn't seem super interested in being their uh, mentor because he's kind of like, yeah, you're just going to die. So I mean, if you had to go into an arena and kill no, I, other I, people. I, <laughs> no, listen. <laughs> I first don't of think all, you would come out with all of your, no, you know, I agree. And I, I'm just like, intact. I 100% agree, and I'm going to let you guys know. I'm saying right here in front of you guys and the entire listening podcast, I would not do well in a Hunger Games situation. <laughs> I have zero outdoor survivor skills, survival skills, and I accidentally ran over a squirrel the other day and felt really bad oh. about it. Yeah, yeah. well, you know what? To be fair, he was he bolted the one side of the road, and then last minute was like, <laughs> oh, I got to go back. I gotta like rant, run off the road to avoid a squirrel. Anyways, I would not do well. I don't. I don't. I, I don't. I'm just. I'm not gonna say. You know, like maybe I'm. I don't think any of us would do well in the Hunger Games. I don't know. Dave's got a lot of weapons. He might win. Well, having yeah, a lot of weapons and being able to use them are two very different things. Plus, they're not gonna let him take the take the guns with him. He, he's got a rock with a cornucopia. Uh, okay. So they get to the Capitol. <laughs> Everyone in the Capitol dresses really fancy pants. Um, this, is a, this is a weird thing. I, I like this whole. Their whole society is very strange to me. Like, mm-hmm. they have all this technology, but they still need people to mine coal for them. You know what I mean? Like, they have these ships that run on seemingly magical propulsion systems. And they still need coal. Ships? Yeah, the day of the planes and stuff. Some like of them, the, like the hovercraft, like, like the spaceships. Oh, yeah. hovercraft! You say? <laughs> ding, Wait, ding, hold, ding. On. Oh, hold on a second. All right. So they have <laughs> hovercraft. So I, I just I can't figure this place out. Like they have all this technology, but they still need like 
people to go do logging and people to go do like digging coal and 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 fishermen and stuff like that. It just it's very strange to me. I just think that their wealth and all their advances are built on the backs of the other districts. So you just don't mm-hmm. see all the stuff. So they're being propped up by everything that all the other districts are doing. So. I don't know. I just feel like their technology, the technology level in in one doesn't match like everywhere else. You might be right, but we're still on page one of the notes, so we're going to keep rolling on. <laughs> this podcast will never end. We're, yeah, doing another, that... we're doing another movie that's going to be a, a, a long one after this. So. Yeah, so uh, we're introduced to Lenny Kravitz. He's Cinna. What uh, Can someone succinctly tell me what his job is? Like, he's what's a his stylist. Role? Okay, he's, he's just like a stylist. stylist, and he helps prep the tributes for their, like public persona kind of thing okay uh but so specifically he's a stylist right okay so they have they have like a parade uh, a tribute parade uh and he makes uh her and Peta these fancy costumes that they can like light on fire so it looks like they're on fire because it's like they're from the coal mining district so uh it's pretty cool uh yeah, just- they can make fake fire clothes but they still need coal i don't get yeah. it. i don't get it guys if the, the, that's what you're hung up on, like you might as well just hang up on the call now. We got a ways to go. Uh, we're introduced to Donald Sutherland. He's President Snow. Uh, they stay in this fancy uh, penthouse while they're there. Uh, they do like, uh, like they have like a couple days like training session, and they learn like basic survival skills, um, kind of in preparation because a lot of these people they just like randomly plucked off the streets and they're like but they they mentioned that districts one and two they basically have their tributes are people who have basically trained their entire life to be tributes like they learned like weapons and killing and everything to basically compete in the hunger Games. so when they turn 18 they like volunteer as tribute because they've been training for it their whole life right yeah like like district one is obviously the capital they they you know the rich people, the snobs. District two is the military. So they've got like, you know, all these military trainees that, that volunteer to be in it. Yes. Um, I like the little bit that even like Peter's mom was like, Hey, at least someone from our district is going to win this year. And she was talking about Jennifer Lawrence. That's kind of funny. <laughs> um, uh, also, we keep having that flashback that like when Peter worked at the bakery that he uh, he gave Jennifer Lawrence some bread one time. Uh, it, and it comes up later. They talk about it again. Um, uh, oh, yeah. And that's when I have <laughs> this is my note that I was referencing earlier. Where it says Peter is strong because of making bread, I guess. He's also good at camouflage because of decorating cakes. <laughs> he had to like haul in all the flour. Built okay, up his know, muscles. You know what? I will I will agree with that, but you can't convince me that decorating cake translates into making yourself look like part of a tree or a rock. Maybe he was just very good at cake decorating. <laughs> oh, PETA. I love you. Uh okay. <laughs> Um, so Woody Harrelson is like slowly throughout this process becoming like less and less of a drunk. Like he's getting more invested in them. Um, Jennifer Lawrence, uh, they, they have a thing where they all kind of like have an individual meeting because oh, Jesus part of this is that like while the games are going on, they're sponsors. And if the sponsors like you, they'll send you stuff into the arena, things that can help you. 
Um, in this case, it's primarily magic medicine goo that can heal any wounds. Um, so I don't even have to say it, do I? It's like soccer spray. Yeah, it's like soccer spray. Um, so anyway, so they all get time with the sponsors to kind of show off their skills. Uh, she's show, showing off her bow and arrows, but like she misses one shot, so they're not paying attention. So then she shoots up to where they're standing and like shoots an apple out of a big uh, pig's mouth that they're going to eat, like a roasted pig. Um, and then, um, they, they all get, um, ratings out of, what are the ratings out of 12? Is it like the uh, best thing yeah. is it 12 mm-hmm. and PETA gets an eight. Lord knows how he got an eight. And then Jennifer Lawrence gets an 11 and president snow is really mad that she got an 11. Um, then, yeah, it, uh, that's one of the thing. One of the questions I have, like, why does president snow hate her so much right off the bat, right off the gate? Because she challenges the status quo. I mean, by like shooting her arrow at where, you know, these capital people were at and showcasing her, you know, skill and getting people to root for her. She's challenging the process of falling in line, basically, like that this is supposed to make the districts fall in line because you are sacrificing people from your own district. And she goes against that. Mm, all right, whatever. Just, just accept it. LPJ. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> we're already running long. So, you know, um, okay. So where were we at? Oh yeah. Uh, 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 Stanley Tooch, the Tooch, he interviews all the tributes. Um, uh, we're in a general Jennifer Lawrence comes out as the girl on fire, not Alicia Keys, but as Katniss Everdeen, uh, and her dress, when she spins around, it makes fire, which is kind of cool. Uh, and then PETA goes out and he like tells the whole crowd that like, he's always like had a crush on Jennifer Lawrence and that he's like in love with her and blah, 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 blah. And she's really pissed about it. And I feel like she's pissed about it because she has the hots for Gail and she's like, oh, Gail's watching this. He's going to be mad or I don't know. Like she's mad about it. And he says that they did it as like an act, but then it turns out, I guess, that it was all true and that he really did like her this whole time. Um, okay, so finally the Hunger Games are about to start. They put trackers in their arms. Uh, Cinna gives Jennifer Lawrence the... Um, Mockingjay? The Mockingjay pin back, uh, and they like they like ride these tubes up into the, like, the forest setting. And uh, Aaron, maybe correct me on this if I'm wrong, but like they don't necessarily get into it in the movie, but like every year, like the setting for the hunger games could be different. Like it happens to be like in a forest this year, but like yeah. it could be in like different locations and stuff. like Yeah. That, right? the, the game changes every year. Right. So okay. Wes Bentley is the game maker and he sets the scene and the challenges and kind of helps control like what's thrown at them. They, they tackle it more in the other movies but the entire arena is essentially a big dome, an artificial dome they create. Yeah. And they bring in all of these like constructs um, and make an artificial basic, an artificial environment for them to play in. Gotcha. Uh, okay. So they finally start. Uh, and I like that. Um, I think it's Hamish tells, tells them like, Hey, when you first start, there's going to be a bunch of stuff like in front of you. He's like, there'll probably even be a bone arrow, but like he's he's like, don't run and get it because then like 
you'll probably get killed. And like, sure enough, like a bunch of people run and like the, the, the lifers, they murk like, I don't know, like 10 people right off the start of the, these, uh, these hunger games. Um, I think, Oh, go ahead. They're called, they're called careers. Joe. Careers. Sorry. I, well, I was pretty close. Um, so yeah, so a bunch of people get murked right from the start and they shoot a cannon off to let you know, uh, whenever a tribute dies. So like right off the bat, I think they say within the first eight hours, 13 of them are already dead. Um, but some of them are like really little kids, like twelve year olds. So you're kind of like, well, yeah, like um, you you wouldn't expect that they would last that long in the the Hunger Games. Uh, neither would I, though. I'm a forty three old man. I would not do well. Um, uh, J Law finds water. She makes some traps. She eats an animal that she catches. She seems to be doing all right. Uh, then, like, we find Peta, and he's hanging out with all like the the careers. Uh, which I don't know why they accepted PETA into the group. I guess it's just because they were like, hey, he can help us find Jennifer Lawrence. And they thought of Katniss as a threat, so they wanted to take her out. Um, Maybe they just wanted him for his sweet, sweet cake decorating skills. <laughs> Maybe. And his ability to lug around flower sacks. Uh, so... <laughs> So, um, so Jennifer Lawrence is kind of like just wandering off and they don't let Wes Bentley doesn't like that. He wants her to kind of like move her back toward where all the other tributes are. So he starts like this crazy, like forest fire, uh, and she gets badly burned. Um, and then the bad guy group finds her and they chase her up a tree. Um, and I, and I like that the, like the one dude, uh, Cato, he's like really bad at climbing a tree and glimmer. <laughs> Glimmer's got the bow and arrow, but like they 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 can't shoot her with the arrow. So it's like it's like she's just sitting in the tree, and they're like, "Well, I guess we'll camp below and see what happens." Yeah, Josh Hutchinson says, "Why don't we just wait for her to come down?" Yeah. So so, um, so then Woody Harrelson gets one of the sponsors to uh, send her cream for the bad burn on her leg, and I like that it parachutes down. Beep 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 beep. beep, beep. But also, guys, like. If you haven't caught on by now, his whole thing of being with them is so that he can protect her. No, I mean, I I get that. Listen, Aaron, you have to accept that I'm just going to give Pete a hard time throughout this whole movie. Uh, but I understand his motivations. I understand but he's why. Been, I mean, character-wise, if you take away the fact that it's Josh Hutcherson, character-wise, he is the nicest. No, that's true. Somebody And the, and the most useful. Somebody, and the most helpful. Somebody when I worked with asked me if I would... What? He's the most helpful and most useful. I, I, yeah. I, I'm assuming you mean outside of Katniss. Well, yeah, but I mean to her. Oh, to her. So, yeah. Somebody asked me. Uh, somebody I worked with asked me if I was Team Gale or Team Peta, and I said, "Well, I don't think I can answer that because I've only seen the first two movies." And they said, "Well, you should be able to answer that the first one." I'm like, "Well, no. I think I. I feel like I remember hearing or someone tell me that like Gale does some shitty stuff later yeah. on in it. So I don't want. I don't want to be Team Gale. I want to be Team Peta. I guess." Yeah, he takes um, a real dark turn, like at the end of the series. Um, so stay tuned for the rest of our coverage of the Hunger Games series. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so she gets the bird, the the cream for her burns. Um, then, uh, so she wakes up the next day and it's fine. And then uh, Rue, Rue's in a tree next to her. She's like, "Hey, check this out. There's a big hive of these tracker jackers. They're genetically injured, genetically engineered wasps that." 
can sting you, which causes hallucinations. And also, if you get stung by enough of them, you'll die. So uh, she cuts the branch. She gets stung by a bunch of them in the process, but she cuts the branch, and it falls where all the careers are sleeping, and they all get stung, and, like, Glimmer gets stung, like, 10 million times and dies. Uh, so she gets the bow. Oh, yeah, she gets she gets Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> oh, too soon. Too soon, Jay. Uh, he, he can't see without his glasses. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, she gets the bow and arrows, uh, but then Peta tells her to run, and she's like, she got stung by, so she's like having hallucinations, and she has a flashback to her dad like dying in the mine. Um, but then like she wakes up, it's a couple days later, and Rue had helped like heal her and put a bunch of leaves on her arms and healed her. Um, so they decide to team up for a bit, and they create a plan to uh destroy all the career supplies uh so she blows up the supplies real good because they uh there were <laughs> there's so much to explain there were mines in the ground and they took the mines and replanted them by the supplies so she shoots like a thing of apples and the apples fall and hit the mines and blow up all the supplies Oof. okay so then she goes back um to find rue but rue got herself caught in a net and she's like they're trying to be stealthy and they're like well we need like if we need to catch up with each other we'll like whistle and have the birds do it but then she gets caught in a net she's just screaming but i get it she's like 12 so i'll give her a break um well, and then they explain the birds i mean that does i don't know does the, do the birds really play a big part in it yes it's a consistent theme through all of the That's movies and all fair. of the books go ahead and explain the birds they're mocking jays so they copy the sound that you're making and in this specific movie she's got the mocking jay pin which uh, they're common in her district um and in rue's district who p.s rue is another tribute who um they have an alliance and um so they come up with a code to like communicate back and forth and it's kind of like the signature, like mocking Jay sound that you hear consistently throughout the movies. Um, but mocking Jay, as you'll find out later, can do more than just whistle. It's a whole thing. But stay tuned for our continuing series, apparently. Continuing coverage of the, the <laughs> Hunger Games. Um, okay, so um, she gets Rue out of the net, and then Rue immediately gets killed by. Uh, 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 we Huey from the boys he throws a uh, uh, a javelin spear. spear kills her which is really a bummer like that's like it's really sad like it's such a bummer that Rue gets killed um, she immediately kills Jack Quaid with the bow and arrow um, but she's really sad about Rue getting killed and but she, she does like a she like finds a bunch of flowers and kind of does a real nice like not she's a barrier, but kind of like a real nice funeral for her. And she looks up the camera and she does like the salute thing, you know, like I, don't, I didn't do it right. Like, mm -hmm. uh, it, yeah, <laughs> not the shocker, it's, Joe, not the shocker. It's, it's three just fingers. this, right? No, no it's like the Boy three. Scouts, like three. First three fingers. No, first three fingers. Like down. one, there two, three. There it is. Okay, there you go. so she does that, and like, and like uh, District <laughs> Eleven. Uh, they, uh, District 11 all does it back and they start rioting because they're upset about Rue getting killed. Uh, yes. So then uh, uh, Woody Harrelson talks to uh, Wes Bentley and kind of was like, hey, 
maybe you should let two people win the Hunger Games. And he talks to President Snow about it. And President Snow's kind of like, ah, I don't really like that idea, but he does it anyways. They say, hey, if there's two, there can be two winners if they're from the same district, right? So she finds PETA and he's pretending to be a rock. <laughs> I, there's so many questions I have about that. He's like, just he's pretending. hurt. Let it go. The reason why he's go. hiding is, all right, you know what? He's injured. Right. Forget it. So he we'll camouflages we'll himself no, I, to hide. I understand the reason why. Just the level of detail that he's able to do that with while hurt on his back. To his own face. To his own face <laughs> is yeah. insane. Cause he, yeah, because he got um he got stabbed by a sword really bad in the leg, and but yeah, she's able to like he's hiding from them. She finds him pretty easy just by following the trail of blood, <laughs> and he's like laying on the ground. He's got a bunch of leaves, and he's seriously if you if you haven't seen the movie, just like look up like Peta Rock GIF, and you can find it, and like it'll it's it's really funny. So um. Uh, so she takes him into a cave and like, that's when he's kind of like, Oh, I've always been in love with you. And she like gives him a, she gives him a kiss on the cheek and we see Gail and he's bummed about it. Uh, so then, uh, they send down <laughs> some soup and some pair the, they parachute down some soup. And so then like they feed him some soup. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She feeds him the soup, and that's when she talk. He talks about how he's always been like creeping on her and in, in love with her or whatever. Like, oh, I'm really sorry I didn't give you that bread. I'm sorry I threw it in the mud. Um, and then they kiss again, and this is a more passionate kiss. And then we cut back to Gail, and he's really sad about this. Did you did you miss the part that she got medicine or no? She got the food from Hamish, and the note that she got from him. Oh, the note said, said yeah, you, you call, call that, that a, kiss? a kiss. That's true. Because yeah, at this point, they're trying to sell to everybody that they love each other, and that's going to help keep them alive. Yes, that's true. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Um, so then they make an announcement where they're like, hey, they're, we're going to be giving away stuff that everyone needs at the cornucopia, you know, basically like the medicine they need to heal PETA. And PETA's like, hey, it's a trap. Don't go. But she's like, I'm going to go get it anyways. So she's trying to get the medicine. And then the, the knife girl shows up um, and, and hits her with a knife. It doesn't kill her. Uh, and, but then it looks like she is going to kill her. But then uh, the dude from District 11 shows up and kills. Seven. What's that? Ruse from Seven. Seven? Mm-hmm. Why do I think they're from Eleven? They're not. Okay. Well, the dude from Seven then shows up and kill saves uh, Jennifer Lawrence uh, and kills the girl and was like, that one's for Rue. Uh, and then he takes off later to be killed by the, the, uh, the like genetically engineered dogs, which I don't remember this, but Aaron will be able to back me up when I was reading myself. It said that it's heavily implied in the books that the dogs are the mutated corpses of all the other tributes, like that they turn into uh, I don't know about corpses, but they put their... They give them faces that look similar to the tributes' faces. <sighs> glad they didn't. Glad they didn't like really get into that in the movies. Um, okay, so she gives Peta the the medicine, the magic medicine, <laughs> the soccer spray, <laughs> the soccer spray. Um, uh, then, uh, then they're kind of like, even, I think everyone's getting sick of watching the Hunger Games. So they're like, all right, make it nighttime, release these killer dogs. Um, and then like, we don't even get to see the dude from that saved or die. We just hear like the cannon and we see that he's dead. Uh, so they meet up with Cato, uh, on top of the cornucopia 
and he's kind of like losing his mind at this point. Like he's like, uh, I, I guess like, I don't know. He like, what, what's his mental state at this point? Like, I don't know. He's, he's, Cause he's, I mean, he's been, um, training his whole life to be in the hunger games. Well, then he, he had been hurt like at some point, right? He was injured. Was he? I don't know. He fell out of the tree, but he seemed all right. Oh, I don't know. Maybe not. Well, anyways, I don't know. He's, he dies in the end. So who cares? Right, because they're fighting Cato, they both, uh, and then just when he he's holding Pete a hostage, of course, uh, she, like, shoots the knife out of his hand with an arrow, and then he falls, uh, and he's getting mauled by all the killer dogs, and then she puts an arrow into him to, like, end his suffering. Um, so then they're like, hey, we won, but then, like, uh, Wes Bentley comes over the speaker, and he's like, hey, sorry, we changed our mind. There can only be one winner. There can't be two, so figure it out. Uh, but neither of them wants to kill each other. So they, they're, oh, there's poison berries. We skipped over the poison berries. <laughs> Another point of Peter being useless. He's like, I'll go find some berries for the sea. And she's like, you dummy, those are poison berries. <laughs> and the, to emphasize the point, one of the four remaining tributes was following him. And she like ate a bunch of the berries and she died. So anyways, Jennifer Lawrence is like, hey, we're not going to kill each other. We're going to we're going to eat these berries. We're going to commit suicide because we don't want to give the capital the the you know, like we're not going to give them their ending that they want, you know. But before they can do that, like Wes Bentley comes back on. And he's like, ha just kidding. You're both the winners because he's so worried about like people being upset, I guess, you know, not getting like a good ending. So he says that they're both winners. Um, President Snow doesn't like this at all. And he takes him to a room and he's like imply that he's got to eat some of those poison berries himself right like that's like what the thing is is that like yes they take west Bentley to like that they room. lock him in the room and they're yeah. not going to let him out um but also it was not west west bentley making the announcements it was um the guy that you said had like three lines oh toby uh toby jones no yes, toby he, yeah. he was the announcer um also to fact check myself you were right joe it was district 11 i was confusing the content of the two districts it's fine <laughs> score one for me on the hunger games knowledge <laughs> um and to be fair i just finished watching the movie like two hours before recording so <laughs> <laughs> um so they declared the winners uh west Bun- west bentley dies uh they get fancy crowns um and then they take the train back home um did I miss anything? Or did we at the end? No, it well, just they didn't kinda, go straight home. They kind of had to like do like a tour of the districts. Do a little bit of yeah, they made stops in each of the districts. But they and by this time, by they this don't time, show though, that. I feel like in this one though, they don't, I feel like um, that's it, they show the they they imply it. It's at the beginning of the. It's at the end of this one, and they pick it up in the beginning of the next movie. But I feel like they show of. them. Ba- I feel like they show them back at the district and like. Like uh, Primrose is on Gail's shoulders and stuff. Am I wrong? That's not how the movie. Oh yeah, oh, but that's then right, they're, yeah. they're broadcasting it. That's what it was. They're broadcasting it in the other districts, and you start to see the seeds of discontent. Yeah. That are but I do feel sown. like in the second one they do do like a tour of all they the do. districts. They do. Yes, yeah. that's that's true. But they they flash to the other districts at the end of the movie. Yeah, much like at the While end of Return at the end of Return of the Jedi, they flashed all the different planets to show them celebrating the toppling of the Empire. Yep. Um, just like that. Just exactly. like that. Um Okay. So yeah, we're at the end. Um what do you got, LPJ, for role reversals? I know because there was some. I saw some. I got a lot. Um 
So initially, uh, Hamish was going to be John C. Riley, but he had to turn it down for something else. Uh, and obviously, eventually, uh, the part went to Woody Harrelson. Uh, for Gail, they had considered Robbie Amell, uh, David Henry, and Drew Roy. Uh, who's Drew who's Roy? that? I don't know. He's a dude. Don't know. Um, <laughs> for PETA, uh, Alexander Ludwig, who actually became, you know, uh, 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 what's his name? The Cato. Uh, He's Hunter, too handsome to be PETA. Yep. Uh, Hunter <laughs> Parrish. I don't know who Hunter Parrish is. Uh, Evan Peters. I think would have oh, been, he would a, have been a good choice. Would have been a better PETA. Uh, Lucas Till would have been a better PETA. Aaron Taylor Johnson would have been a better PETA. I don't know who uh, any of these people are. Aaron Taylor Johnson, you know who he is? Have you ever no. seen the, the Godzilla with Brian Cranston in it? She is not. No. All right, well, then never mind. Right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who Alex Pettifer is. No. And I don't know oh, who. I know who that is. Would, He's would also you, too handsome. Uh, Nico Tortorella. No, don't know who that okay. is. I don't know, but there's at least five guys there that would have been better than uh, Josh Richardson. Um, for. Josh Richardson wasn't bad as like acting wise. He just was not the right look. That's fair. Like he was too small to be effective for the person that they were trying to make him out to be. That's fair. That's fair. He's kind of he's kind of a goober, I think. <laughs> I think the character's kind of a goober. I mean, he basically wins the Hunger Games by default. He doesn't do anything. He gets stabbed and he pretends to be a rock and yeah, he gets, but he he gets held her. hostage. He protects Katniss a lot in this. He, he, listen, I, but I, you don't see it happening because it's behind the scenes as he's like leading I've, leading the career pack like away from her. Well, Did let me explain you, that in the book. Yeah. Let me ask you okay, this. I feel like from I even I saw the second one once in the theaters, but I feel like he's a lot more of a liability in the second one. Like he immediately like runs into like an electrified fence or something. Well, I <laughs> no. after I watched this movie, I immediately went and watched the next three. So like I I just watched all of them back to back to back. Um now who's a super fan? Yeah, geez, oh Pete. I know. I, I was I've been sick all week, so I had time on my hands. You gotta flex out of that sweatshirt, dude. But, no, but my point is my point is like throughout the series, he becomes even more and more of a liability. Yikes. Like he is that's why I say he's my least favorite character, is because realistically, he doesn't do anything. Okay, no, I disagree with you because consistently his number one priority through the whole movie, except for when he's been, you know, kidnapped and tracker jacked or whatever you call it, um, is protecting Katniss it, by whatever means he has to do that. Like that is his sole priority is making her survive all of this. I, I, I guess that. I, I guess that. that's I true. Think just I, bad at it. I guess mm, I, I I don't I don't think so. I just think that they don't like. I I understand what you're saying. I think the movie could could have done a better job kind of showing what he was doing. Like, I get it, and I understand that, and that's why he was with the group, but I don't know. I feel like they could have maybe shown a few more things to kind of be like, but I, I, I get it. I, I Uh-oh. No, keep going. I was just going to say, we're right in the middle of rollover, so we said we haven't even gotten to Katniss yet. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, so Katniss, lots and lots of people. Uh, Haley Steinfeld. Oh, uh, no. should pick it. oh, I like Haley Steinfeld. Uh, Abigail, no. Abigail Breslin? Mm. No, ew. Emma Roberts? I mean, not ew. She's fine, but not for Katniss. Emma Roberts? No. Uh, Saoirse Ronan? No. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz? <laughs> who I think would have been way too no. long. 
Uh, I don't know who Jodel Furland is. I don't know who that uh, is either. Lindsay Fonseca, not quite sure. Uh, Emily Browning from Joe's favorite movie, Sucker Punch. Ugh. No. Uh, Joe's other favorite uh, actress, Shailene Woodley. Ugh. Maybe, uh, yes, she could have pulled it off. Yep. But what I think I re- Jennifer Lawrence was the right choice. Right. What I really like about having Aaron on this episode is that, like, usually you do the role for <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, whatever, just get through him. I don't care. But she's actually <laughs> participating like you're supposed to be in this segment. Yeah. Or I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. I guess they could have been all right. So okay. I uh, appreciate it, Aaron. I don't know who uh, <laughs> Kaya Scodelario is. No clue. Uh, uh, Troyan Belisario. Oh, she was on Pretty Little Liars. Oh, I said that yeah. too fast. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one I have is Brie Super Larson. Fan. Brie Larson, maybe. Maybe Brie Larson. Yep. I, think so. I don't know. I think Jennifer Lawrence was. I agree. Yeah. I mean, you can't, absolutely she's the right choice for this one. She's greatness. That's it. That's all of them. Nice. Um, hey, what do you say we get into our ratings? Yeah, let's let's just do that. Here we go. <laughs> All right. As the guest, uh, Aaron, you get to choose if you want to go first, second, third, or whatever. What are my rating mechanisms? Out of five machine guns. Or if you want to go, if you want to go rogue like Jody always does, you can say like, "Oh, I'm going to give it like four tracker jackers or something," you know, like that's kind of Jody. But it's up to five, and you can do half, you can do quarter if you want. You know, I don't care. I, I, I. we're kind of loose. We're so kind of loosey. We're kind of loosey goosey at this point with the pot. Just like tell us if you like it or not. <laughs> I'm gonna give it four and a quarter. Mocking J pins. Why? Okay. Why? Yeah, you gotta explain. More than that. Do you want okay. one of us to go first? No. Okay. She's been on the podcast before. I know. I'm sure. Yeah, but- but it's been a long time since I was. It's been a long time since I was on it or listened to it. Let's Ooh, be honest. I was just about to say you were an avid <laughs> listener. No, she's she is not. She's an avid <laughs> listener because she can usually hear me from upstairs <laughs> on the pod. So she hears you, my half of it all the time. You yeah. are a loud mf'er. Uh, yeah. Well, you know it's funny that she'd be the only one to really appreciate the Marine episode because she's already heard your half. <laughs> she might be the only one who will understand it. You know, That's so loud. So the Marine episode, Aaron, uh, about 11 minutes in, my audio gets lost, and it's all we have is Joe. <laughs> so I have never heard the audio I'd like to, but like I imagine I just sound like a psychotic individual just right. having a one-way conversation um, explaining the plot of the Marine. And then like <laughs> pausing for, for five to ten seconds at a time, and then laughing, and then going right back into it. I'll, we're gonna I'll have to play it for you. It's it's hilarious. We're, we're gonna really punk the audience, and like episode three hundred or whatever our final episode is, is just gonna be that the marine <laughs> without LBJ. Anyways, uh, go ahead. So, so you give it four and a quarter, but like, but yeah, like any any context behind that? Um, I am a fan of the movies. I'm a <laughs> fan of the book series. I think I have given lots of reasons that I. It's true. You have you have been a big defender, and your your yeah. love for the movie and franchise has come out in the episode. So, I don't think you need any more justification. We get okay. it. I, um, I mean, I think there there are there are things like the PETA casting. Obviously, I have a problem with, um, but otherwise, I think that they did a pretty decent job with casting. And 
even though it was, you know, as it, it was as true to the book as it could have been for a movie, like a book to movie adaptation. Okay, I'll go. Um, you know, I, listen, I've been giving this movie a lot of shit, mainly PETA stuff. Uh, but I, but I do like this movie. I do enjoy the movie. It's a, it's a good watch. Um, I, I think Jennifer Lawrence was really good, and I think Woody Harrelson's good, and I think most of the performances are good. I think the action's pretty good. Uh, is there some dumb stuff? Um, yeah, and is it primarily centered around PETA? Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> but but overall, it's it, it's a good watch, and I don't dislike it. Uh, I, I can't say it would be like a go-to for me, but I'll I'll give it um I'll give it three machine guns. I'll give it three. Okay, um, <clears throat> I like this movie a lot. Uh, and again, after watching all of them back to back to back, this is probably my second favorite of them. But it's hard to kind of separate the four movies because they really, like, they they really are very much one big long movie. Like it doesn't, they just kind of flow into in, into the next. But this movie in particular, I like. Uh, it's a great introduction to kind of the world they're in. Um, the acting's good, writing's good. Uh, there are some dumb things. Again, you're right. Centered around PETA. Um, but I've already said that he's my least favorite part of this entire series, and that's fine. Uh, you, you can't like them all. Um, I think I think Jennifer Lawrence is great in this. I don't know that you could have cast anyone better. Uh, I even like the ancillary characters. Like, you know, like Cinna, for as little as he's in it, uh, uh, does a great job of sort of... Um, I don't know, endearing himself to you very quickly. And uh, going and going people's ways. How are you gonna uh, go my way? Yeah, that's thank you for that. <laughs> that was good. That was the part of this, this review that I was missing. I appreciate you adding it. Um Yeah, I just I, I I think the chemistry between all of the actors is there except just except Josh Hutcherson. Um But uh yeah, I like this movie a lot. I'm gonna go four machine guns for this. All right. Um, so, but which one's your favorite one then? You the said this was your second favorite. Oh, Catching Fire. Catching Fire. Yeah, I think Catching Fire. It has a it's it's a it has more action, uh, better pacing. Like the the, the beginning of this movie kind of drags a little bit at times. Like it, it sort of takes a minute to get into it. There's a lot of introduction to it uh, before they even get to it. You know, it's like it's like 45, 50 minutes before they even get to the Hunger Games. Um, whereas the Second movie, they don't get to the Hunger Games until later, but there's other things that kind of supplement that. Um, so, so what you're saying is we should just do Catching Fire next time. I have no problem with that. I don't know about <laughs> next time. Well, we'll do it at some point. I mean, I like I said, I've only seen that once, and I've never seen the the final two. All here's, and you guys are going to probably vehement, vehemently, vehemently disagree with me. And I, this is just me quoting. Uh, former uh, frequent guest of the podcast, Jody, who once told me that he said he thought that the third Hunger Games book was the worst of the three books, and it's the shortest of the books, and they somehow made it into a two-part movie. That's how he described it to me. So he didn't. He wasn't a really good selling point to me on the last, the, the final two. He said it was the worst of the books or the shortest of but the books. But did, did he see the movies? I don't know. What am I doing? I, I, I mean, they can stretch anything into two yeah, movies. I like Let's the, be real. I like the last two movies. I have no problem with them. I don't think they're. I I don't think they're that far off from this movie. All right. Well, you know what? Otherwise. You, Jody, I'm gonna watch them. <laughs> For those of you not in the call with us, I 
I dramatically knocked my hat off my head when I said that. So. Yeah, it was impressive. Jody would be intimidated. Yeah, we tried to get Jody to be on the episode, but... But no, he had to go, I don't know. Oh, he was too good for us. Anyway. Uh, Am I not good enough for you, Joe? No, you're, you're saying no, you're great. I just I here's the thing, Aaron, at this point in the podcast, I like to have as many guests as possible because it's less like heavy lifting I have to do. So if I could have like eight people on every episode. Chef's kiss. Perfect. I'm going to join all your episodes and be like, I don't know. I didn't watch the movie, just, but you said yell, you wanted just, more people. Just yell for the top of the stairs. Yeah, I say like three machine guns. <laughs> I could. I'll just, I'll just send you the link. You could pop in right at the end, give your take, and then just pop out. You'll be fine. They're like people are like, yeah, I used to really like your podcast, but now when uh, Nuffster's wife pops out in every episode, it just talks about whatever Hallmark movie she's watching. It really throws off the rhythm of the podcast. <laughs> I mean, listen. Aaron's Hallmark Corner <laughs> is part of the podcast, but Hallmark. she just pops on whenever she wants yeah. to, like in the middle of whatever this is a great time of year for that too because there's a new hallmark movie on like four times a week oh maybe that's what we should do for uh for the marine episode is i'll re-record it but it's just aaron like sprinkling in hallmark things (laughs) she'll make up a john cena hallmark movie that you'll respond to well it's probably good there's gonna be some kind of like christmas festival and someone might be in this small town because their big business is like looking to i don't know open a bookstore there or like close a local hotel or something but then they're gonna learn a big lesson about the spirit of christmas in small town and they're probably gonna fall in love with someone in the small town yeah but you forgot the snowball fight the dead parent and (laughs) the old truck there you go um would you like to plug anything aaron (laughs) Hallmark movies, maybe? Yeah. Join me for my new Hallmark uh, podcast that's coming what's your, up. What's your uh, Hallmark movie app tracker of choice? Hallmark movie app tracker? Or tracker app of choice, yes. I mean, it's just the Hallmark movie app. There it is. See? Hallmark movie app brought to you by Aaron. Uh, I uh, would like to plug Tubi, as always. Uh, and I would like to plug Pluto TV. This movie was not on either of those services. I watched it on Peacock. Um, I think Peacock has all four of the movies right now. Because uh, I think they're pimping the new one coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Tubi and uh, uh, Pluto TV are great. Um, and... Yeah, that's it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, the Roku app has these movies for free right now. Oh, all right. So there you go. I watch it on Peacock because uh, it's what I pay for it for, um, just to watch this. Um, yeah, uh, go to go to Discord, chat with us. Uh, you can see that awesome GIF of uh, Sphinx <laughs> getting killed. Uh, I watch it a lot. Uh, for whatever reason, it, it just warms my heart. I don't know why. Um but yeah, join us on Discord, chat with us. Uh, we're always chatting about different things. Uh, and then hit us, up, hit us up on Instagram if you don't like Discord. We're there too. Um, other than that, not a whole lot else to plug. Uh, Aaron, 
thank you for being here. Yes, thank you. Uh, and for, uh, yeah, this episode is great. I was like, when when LPJ was like, I'm going to do the Hunger Games, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do the Hunger Games. But this episode has been a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed it. So it's great to have you on. And <laughs> Thanks to actually, for having me. And to pay attention to the uh, role reversals, because for me, it's just white noise at this point. <laughs> yeah, it felt good. I felt like I felt like I it was contributing something for a change, that somebody actually appreciated it. Even though you were just humoring me, which I'm okay with. I, it's how I generally live my life. But, you know, it's it felt good. Well, it looks like we all got something out of this episode. Yeah. All right. Stay well, tuned for Catching Fire. Not anytime soon, though. Maybe not anytime couple, soon. Couple like, we sometime it, sometime let, in the next... We gotta let it breathe. Let it breathe sometime guys. in the next, like, 50 episodes, so... Right. All right, anyway. This episode of The Last Action Podcast has been terminated. But we'll be back... 